Don't be green with envy. Put some green in your decor. Hey everybody, it's Kelly Wilkness here with Anita Joyce, and this is Decorating Tips and Tricks. Today we're talking about how to decorate with green. I love green. You know, I'm not a blue girl, but green would be my equivalent to everybody else's blue or lots of other people's blue. I think green is a wonderful color to decorate with and you can pop it in. You don't have to go full throttle, but if you want to go full throttle, we've got some great ideas and some great paints to share with you today. But green, you can just add in in touches. And what's the most obvious? And I would say the easiest, but some people will say not. But I think the easiest way to add green is with some house plants. And don't tell me you have a brown thumb. Anyone listening, I don't want to hear it because there is no such thing as a brown thumb. You can find a house plant that you can coexist with. And there's your green right there. Well, that's so true. In fact, I have some spinach in a glass jar that uh, someone gave me a cutting for. And so I'm growing the roots and I'm getting ready to pot that. So I'm very excited about that. But I did want to mention just a few studies about the effects of having green in your home. One study found a green exercise effect. So participants who exercised indoors while watching a video of an outdoor space with a green overlay experienced less mood disturbance and perceived less exertion than when they watched the same video with a red or gray overlay. And I have a link to that particular study. One other study said that spending time in natural green environments or even looking at pictures of green scenery in nature had been linked with stress relief and better impulse control and even improved focus. And the last study found that the color green can positively affect thinking, relationships, and physical health. And it's also thought to relieve stress and help heal. So what's not to love? Right. I mean, do you need any more evidence as to why you need to add green to your home? And talk about some stress and need for stress relieving. The last few years, well, you know, just have been a bit, don't you think? So no wonder... Yeah, no wonder that the color of the year for Benjamin Moore, 2022, is October Mist, a very Mm. gentle green, Mm -hmm. and Sherwin-Williams, evergreen fog, Mm. a little deeper green, uh, but kind of muddy, but really nice, soothing, tranquil greens. But green is similar to blue in that it has many personalities, many hues, many shades. Remember we discussed how you really couldn't find a peppy gray or a calm red, right? But in blues and greens, and maybe this is why these two colors are so popular, is that there's such a spectrum of saturations, of moods, of feelings Mm -hmm. that these colors can evoke, but all under the umbrella of either blue or green, As Anita mentioned in the studies that she researched in prep for the episode, green is associated with nature, growth, creativity, and it's a classic color and super easy to live with. Now, green is going to go with a lot of neutrals. I mean, it just feels like it goes hand in hand with neutrals because of the nature quality of the color green, right? And so it's going to look nice with browns as well, sort of earthy tones, 
cream. It looks great with purple. And I know, Anita, you love oh. that combination of a lighter green and lavender or purple, don't you? Well, it goes, oh yes, I do love it. And it goes so well with lavender, but also pink. Mm. It's such a refreshing, just lively and pleasing color combination. So I do love using those colors together. And you can use the super saturated green and pink a la Lily Pulitzer, but you can also do a blush with a really light green. It doesn't have to be super vibrant. Green also looks beautiful with botanical art, which we love. Imagine a green wall, a wall painted green with botanical art framed on it, maybe just simply framed in either a wood tone or even black frames, white mats, and some gorgeous botanicals that would just be stunning and pop right off a green wall. Well, I was just thinking about what you said about the green and pink or lavender and my daughter Evie has a green velvet sofa and I just bought her some hot pink velvet pillows to go on the sofa so anyway yeah okay you have to take a picture of that I want to see it and I have a sofa that I'm going to talk about when we get to the green items but how fun is that now that is such a wonderful combination a combination that I would urge you to sort of stay away from, except for a certain time of year, is the green and red. Yes. Yeah. You don't want to feel like the Christmas store. Now, if you love green with something in the red family, so maybe you do a pink or maybe you do a persimmon and maybe your green isn't the traditional Christmassy green. Uh, You do a little off green, you know, something that's a little sagier or a little muddier. And then you can still have that combination, but really be cognizant of the fact that you don't want it to look like Christmas time in your home 24 7, 365 days a year. Uh, so that would be the really the only color that I would stay away from. Green even looks great with black. And, you know, we love a little black in any room. And green, of course, looks great with white. That is very classic. I'm always sort of conjuring in my mind like a sunroom with white lattice with green painted wall behind it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that really sort of grassy green. Despite the fact that it's my namesake color, I don't love Kelly green. It's a little too much for me. Um, it's bold. It's it's bold, and it's you know it's a little St. Patrick's Day actually. I'm I'm, I'm countering all these holidays with green. I think green is a wonderful color all around, but there are some greens that I would probably just stay away from, and that would be one of them. Yes, I th- I think that's right. You want a softer green. Um... Although I do love a sharp chartreuse with a real strong yellow tone Mm. to it. That can really be beautiful with some other colors. We're going to talk about green paints today. And obviously, when we talk about paint, you think about painting walls. I would really hesitate to paint a wall a sagey green because it doesn't make anybody look so great. So I would stay away from those tones in your bedroom. What do you think about that, Anita? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think that's right. I mean, you just have to be careful about it. And I'm just not crazy about green on, like you said, the wall in the bedroom, but maybe in a bathroom that's not the main bathroom, the powder room or a a hallway, I think might be or, or a sunroom, I think would be nice. Right. And if you want to do green on in the bedroom, I would go to one of these darker, moodier, more saturated greens that we're going to be talking about. Uh, but that sagey green, not so great. Yeah, I think that's I think that's good advice. So do you have some paints that you want to share? 
uh, Bears in the Moment is a kind of a nice um, blue-green. And then if you do want to go more with a, a kind of a sage, then there's Benjamin Moore's Storm Cloud Gray. And then Benjamin Moore's Sagebrush is actually kind of a mint green. So it just feels very cool and refreshing. See, that's so interesting about the color's name. Sagebrush, I would think, would be a sagey color. I would never think that was mint green. So just another reason not <laughs> to go check. buy the colors, right? You need to check it. Don't pick it because you think, oh, that's a sage green. Sure, let's get it. No, it's a mint green, but it sounds like a lovely mint green. I love this green. Vintage Vogue by Benjamin Moore. Now, of course, this name doesn't really evoke anything about green, I don't think, but it is really saturated. It could almost be a neutral in effect because it's kind of could be a great backdrop for just about anything, but it is a very saturated, darker green, but... um kind of in the muddier tones. Oh, it's and, beautiful. Oh, you're looking at it? Isn't it pretty? Oh, yes, yes, yes. It would make a lovely backdrop uh, that you could contrast with white because it's a very dark, rich color. It really is. And it would look great with some neutrals. It would look great with creams. It would look great with some texture mixed in. It's really gorgeous. Another similar one, it's also saturated. It kind of gives us this very tranquil feeling. It's Green Smoke by Farrow and Ball. And I think this color would be wonderful with mustards or plums. It's a really beautiful, unique color. And then, so those are both darker. And if you want a lighter green, I've picked out Soft Fern by Benjamin Moore. It's really soft and elegant. Now, this is a lighter green. I wouldn't say it's a sage, and I wouldn't say it's a mint, so you're going to have to take a look at it, and we're going to have links to all these colors in the show notes. It's soft and elegant. I could see this in a guest room, and I would add other muted shades with it. So I wouldn't put something very saturated or something very bold with it. I would stay on this very sort of calming, elegant, and um, softer end of the spectrum in whatever color you add it in. And you could do a, a blushy or a rosy pink. You could do a really nice lavender. You could probably even work in a lovely blue. And of course, you could do any of sort of taupey. So any of the more natural colors could work really nicely with this soft fern. Oh, that is really lovely. I I feel like I could really work with that color too. <laughs> I think that color would be great for you. Okay, so green, yes, really should be present in your home. And even if it is just in some houseplants, and you can get some faux boxwoods and things like that, they look pretty great. Or how about a preserved boxwood? That's a wonderful way to introduce green. You don't have to water it. And you could have it either in a circular reef, they even have square reefs, or you could have it potted. And that's a really nice way to add a little pop of green. I have my preserved boxwood wreath hanging over a mirror and my entryway. I've had it there for a long time. I love what it does to the entryway. And then I don't have to worry about having a plant there that's getting the appropriate amount of sun and all of that. So think about ways that you can add in green where you don't have to have the maintenance of a plant. Um, we have some great ideas for you today. Anita, what's your first green item? It is a green Turkish towel. 
Now, if you're not familiar with Turkish towels, I need to say that it's not a regular bath towel that you would use. This looks more like a throw, and it has fringe on the ends, and it's thinner. So the great thing about Turkish towels is you can use them as a regular towel, but you can also use them on your dining room table. You can use them as a throw on a chair, on a sofa, and even at the foot of your bed. So these are wonderful to use, and this particular one, I have a link to it. Uh, it's less than $25, and it's this is an oversized 100% cotton, 75 inches by 38 inches. So it's green, a soft green, and it has a white stripes in it. Oh, that sounds really nice. You know, I have the black and white Turkish towel, and I just pulled it out this morning and threw it over the arm of the chair in my kitchen. So I'm using it kind of like a, a, you know, a throw blanket for the summer months because I had something that was much more wintry there before. It's a really nice article to have in your home, whether it's green or whatever color it is. Mm -hmm. It's a really great staple to have. And it looks great in a bathroom too. So because obviously it is a towel, even if you, it's kind of like a show Turkish towel, right? You could just have a really (laughs) nice hook and have it it having hanging there all the time. But yeah, works great. And I love your idea of using a Turkish towel as a, a table cover. Because mm-hmm. I love them when they're off. They're not just perfect, like I'm covering every aspect of the table. I love right. when it's sort of on an angle and you're seeing some of the wood or at least the surface of the table. I think that looks very elegant in a, in a casual, elegant way. Here's what I've done with the small hand towels is use them as napkins uh, when I'm like maybe having dinner on the back porch with a bunch of people. They're very nice to use as an oversized napkin. Oh, so the Turkish towel hand towel you've Mm -hmm. used as a napkin. Oh, that's so Mm -hmm. smart. And it's got the fringe on it. So it looks so pretty draped across the plate. Oh, that would. Oh, no, I'm going to have to get some of those. (laughs) Yes, you do. Does the one you're talking about today have the hand towel size? Uh, No, but I'll look for one. And I'll include one. Okay, so you mentioned Evie's sofa, which I'm so excited for her. How fun. I found a grass green colored velvet sofa from Article. And Mm. it is gorgeous. Oh my goodness. It has the most beautiful lines. And I have purchased items from Article for clients on numerous occasions now. They have a great price point. In fact, we just did a whole outdoor uh, seating area and bar stools for one of my clients, all from Article. And we're really happy with the quality. And as I mentioned, the price is usually really good. And this sofa is a great price for this type of sofa. And wow, what a punctuation mark in your home. A green sofa. I Mm -hmm. love that idea. Well, and green goes with so many beautiful jewel tone colors. I think it's just such a wonderful choice. And there's just so much that you can do with that. So I love the idea of a green sofa. And so I'm excited about getting over there. And, you know, we're actually moving her into a a bigger apartment this weekend. So I'm going to get to play. I have a pile full of pillows that I'm bringing with me. Oh, how fun. Oh, that's going to be so exciting. And more room, more room to decorate. I love it. I know. I know. So maybe we'll be able to get some furniture too. BetterHelp Online Therapy sponsors DTT, which enables us to continue to bring the show to you. And that's so good. But what's even better is the service that BetterHelp provides to millions. Consider this. How well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life? That's how our brains work. So why don't we treat them that way? 
How we care for our minds affects how we experience life. There are plenty ways to support a healthy brain, like learning new languages or taking power naps, but there's also BetterHelp Online Therapy. Consider it as a way to care for your mind. BetterHelp is online therapy that offers video, phone, and even live chat-only therapy sessions, so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's so much more affordable than in-person therapy, and you can be matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. Our listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com DTT. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash D-T-T. You know I love a clean home, and I actually even love cleaning my home, but there's one aspect of my home I guess I've been ignoring. It's the air quality, and you probably have been too. But did you know that poor indoor air quality can impact everything from sleep to allergies to mold growth? And in the alternative, breathing healthy air can help to prevent strokes, heart attacks, asthma, and more. April Air has the solution to your clean air problem. They combine innovation and practical science to create professional-grade indoor air quality solutions that help you breathe easy in your home. The April Air Healthy Air System is right for any home in any climate. This system combines fresh air ventilation, air filtration, humidity control, radon mitigation, zoning, and control into all one solution. It provides comfort and protection from pollutants, viruses, and other contaminants, and can even protect your home from damage like wood warping and mold. Get the best protection for your home and your family with April Air. April Air is healthy air. For more information on April Air indoor air quality solutions and the April Air Healthy Air System, visit www.aprilair.com slash DTT. That's April, like the month, A-P-R-I-L, Air, A-I-R-E, dot com slash DTT. It's all the way you look at it. There is an upside to everything. And the upside to this inflation we're experiencing is that I started using Upside. Upside is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With every purchase, I'm earning cash back thanks to Upside, and it is so very easy to use. And I can cash out at any time to my bank account, PayPal, Amazon, even Starbucks, and more. I'm saving my cash back dollars to buy myself an antique that I've had my eye on. To get started with Upside, download the free Upside app in the App Store or Google Play. Use our promotion code DTT and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. In comparison to credit card rewards or loyalty programs, you can earn three times more cash back with Upside. So I'm getting closer and closer to buying that antique with every purchase. Download the free Upside app and use our promo code DTT to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. So my next item is a green rattan chair. And this is in a soft, soft mint green. And you don't usually see rattan chairs painted a green color, but this is so calm and soothing and this is a curving chair and it kind of has a nod to british colonial furniture and it's just really beautiful and this particular one is from anthropology and less than two hundred dollars would you say it's like a dining chair when you say it's a curving curving or curved chair 
Well, I'm looking at the lines here. I think you could use it as a dining room chair, although because the way the back uh, loops around to the front of the chair, I don't think you could tuck it in under the table is the only Mm -hmm. problem. So, but a great accent chair, right? And does it have a cushion? No, but I mean, you can put whatever cushion you want on there with a back pillow or your Turkish towel. But since this is green, I would go with a pink Turkish towel on the back. Oh, how fun. That That would look great. How about an item from our pal, Christopher Knight, a.k.a. Bobby Brady, a Malachite hourglass side table. I love Malachite. It is... Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to have to stop you. What? Isn't it Peter Brady? Oh, did I say Bobby? Yeah, it's Peter. You're absolutely right. It's Peter. How can I, my husband's Peter? How can I not remember? It's Peter. I Peter Brady. Need, Sorry. I think we need to analyze that. <laughs> so yeah, Peter Brady, aka Christopher Knight, home, hundred and sixty-six dollars and six cents. But that's as of the moment on Amazon. Malachite, if you're not familiar, is a stone, and if not carved from stone, it's malachite-like. It's more linear than curvy hourglass, but they're calling it hourglass. And malachite in your Crayola box, it's just the green one, you know? (laughs) It is just real green. And it's mixed with black. So you have the swirling black. It's a beautiful stone. The malachite table is would be such a statement and could really work in just about any decor. And it's pretty simple, but it's really beautiful. And for $166.06, that is a great price for such a wow table. Oh, I've got to check this one out. There, I'm very interested. In. Oh, yeah. Evie might like this one. Well, that's I- what I'm thinking. Wow. With the pink, that would be fabulous. E- exactly. So I found a beautiful green tray. This is faux alligator. It's a green tray with brass handles. So it's it's kind of more of a high-end tray. So it's about $125. Uh, and I would call it, oh, golly, what is that? Kind of a, a grass green. It's really a pretty classic green. Mm-hmm. But it's not too yellow or too blue. It's kind of just just right in the center there. Mm-hmm. I was looking for a tray and I couldn't find one that I liked. Uh, so I'll have to check that one out too. Is Isn't it this like our a- favorite part? I mean, we <laughs> I just know. want I know. each other's Oh, I can't picks. wait till she does the show notes so I can see all <laughs> the links. The green bottles that we love. I know you love the larger demijohns, and mm-hmm. oftentimes you find those in green. But I'm thinking even really simple, small bottles in a in a collection, maybe five uh, if they're on the smaller side, maybe three if they're a little bit bigger. They could be all different colors mixed together, or they could all be that real green, bottle green. I think that's actually a color name, right? Bottle green. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be so lovely. So if that was on a shelf, say, and then maybe you had a preserved boxwood wreath someplace, and then maybe you had a real plant someplace else, and then maybe you have a green pillow, that's enough green to sort of pop around so you see it in various places in your home. Oh, what a great idea. And I've got next a pillow that has green in it, but it's also, it's really mostly white. So it's one of those lattice patterns, and I know you've seen them. I think of sunrooms when I see this pattern. But mm-hmm. it's, So it's kind of a Asian trellis geometric pattern. Uh, this particular pillow cover comes in three different sizes, 18 by 18, 20 by 20, and 22 by 22. And I found this on an Etsy shop. Uh, so it comes in a range of prices from 66 to $81. So I think that would be just a lovely addition uh, to 
to a room and the green and white is a classic look and this would go with a lot of different colors. And I think that would be such a crisp addition, particularly for this time of year. That would be really nice. How about green grass cloth? Like, let's go real grass cloth all the way and make it green, right? (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. I thought that would be so beautiful. I love grass cloth. I'm trying to figure out how to work it in. I've got actually a swatch taped up in my bedroom. I've got another one in the entryway. And, you know, I don't want to do too much grass cloth everywhere. So I have to choose the room that I want to use it in. I think green grass cloth could be fabulous, maybe in an entryway or in a powder room. And how beautifully that would play with any wood tones. I think it could be really stunning. And there's an array of different greens. You're not just going to get the grass greens. There are so many different uh, hues and tones, like we've said, in just the color green, but now in the grass cloth as well. And Philip Jeffries is a really wonderful source for grass cloth. They do it really well. Sometimes you'll see that that they only sell to trade, but that's not really true. If you go to a Decorator's Best or a bigger site like that, you can get swatches of it and obviously the rolls if you want. But Philip Jeffries is really does grass cloth right. And I'm going to caution you that out there, there, it's like fake grass cloth. It's almost like they took a picture of grass cloth and then made a wallpaper of the picture. Oh, that's interesting. Yes, because you'll get tempted because you'll see the price is so much Mm -hmm. less than real grass cloth. Be careful. So I digress. Let's get back to green. Do you have another green item? I do. And this is a dining room chair. You asked if the other one could be used for a dining room chair. This I would say is definitely a dining room chair. Kind of looks like a Parsons chair. Uh, the the fabric on the chair is what's so unique, and it looks like a Killam rug. So it looks like a wool woven rug. It's a couple of different shades of green, mostly muted, with a little bit of peach in there. And this is at Anthropology, and it's a close to about four hundred dollars. So it's not a cheap chair, but it would uh, really be a statement piece in a room. You came up some cool stuff today. Wow. Well, and, and that one, if you liked it, you could just do the chairs at the end of right. the table and then do something simpler along the sides. Which might be really the way to go because maybe six of those would just be way too much, right? You know, too much, too much of a good thing. Yes, exactly. Uh, next is a green and blue rug that's really beautiful. So it's inspired by traditional Persian patterns. But this one's very different because most Persian rugs, the real ones, are red. And this doesn't have a lick of red in it. So this is a very different rug in that way. And this, uh, it's really beautiful. This one's from Anthropology. It's actually made from polyester, which means it's going to be a lot more affordable. So a five by eight is going to be close to $300. And the next item I have is a green cantha quilt. It's a light green leaf pattern. Wait a minute. I know what that is. (laughs) Well, you know, we defined it in episode 528. So if you don't know what a cantha quilt is, go to the end of episode 528 and we discuss what that is. Oh, and I have something. It's a cube ottoman from the inside. Has anybody become familiar with the inside? It's a really great site. They have very 
wonderful decor pieces at great prices, and they have a lot of different patterns in each thing. So I found this gorgeous squared poof, and it's in the jade cherry blossom fabric. So you picture sort of the cherry blossom branches, and then the flowers are sort of in grays and whites. And then the background is this really lovely, I would say it's a lighter grassy green. It's so pretty. Evie might like this too, depending on her. So what kind of the, fabric is it? It's like a chintz type of fabric. Oh, okay. So it's printed on the fabric. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That sounds nice. My last item is a waste paper basket that I believe has been decoupaged with William Morris Willow Green Wallpaper. It's really pretty. It's on Etsy, and I will include the link uh, to it. I think if you're looking for a statement waste paper basket, this would be the thing for you. Well, who isn't, really? (laughs) I know what this house needs, a decoupaged waste paper basket. But that's lovely, and I love shopping on Etsy. I'm going to check that out as well. So are we ready for the DTT Defines for today? So today, DTT Defines a construction draw. Have you ever dealt with a construction draw, Kelly? I don't think I have. Or maybe I did, but I didn't know what it was. Okay. Well, if you buy a house, typically if you're buying a house, it's an existing house, or maybe you're having a house built, but you don't really officially own it and officially pay for it until the house is finished. But if you own your own property and you have a house built on the property, then you're going to be dealing with draws because, you know... If you don't buy the house till it's finished, then the builder gets all their money when you buy the house. But uh, for example, we owned this property and then had the house built. So we had construction draws. A construction project draw schedule is a comprehensive payment plan for the project's construction. So if you have a loan, the bank releases payments to the contractor on a draw schedule. And if you don't have a loan, then you're the one releasing the payments to the contractor. So before each stage of work, the contractor sends you a draw request for that phase of work. And the the contractor doesn't get paid until um, the next, till he requests the next draw. So it's kind of nice for both of you in that you're only paying for each scope of work as it's done. And then you send, or the bank sends an inspector to, to ensure that the work was done properly before you do the next draw. And then the contractor, it's nice for him because he's not having to use his money Uh, taking out a loan for each phase of the project, he's using money from you to pay the subs and buy the material. So I think it's uh, something important to know if you're having a major project done on your house. That is such great information, Anita. I'm so glad I now really understand what that is. Well, my crush is... Well, it's easy to understand why I've enjoyed it so much. It's a book written by Anna Quinlan. She's a wonderful writer. And it's an older book I just never had read before. It's called Still Life with Breadcrumbs. And I highly recommend it. The link will be in the show notes. My crush is an insulated coffee travel mug, which does not sound exciting. This one is different in that it has a ceramic coating. So you might ask, why do you want a ceramic coating? Because... Your drink is affected, the flavor is affected by what it is in. So if that's why I only like drinking tea from like a, a porcelain cup or, you know, ceramic is fine too. But if you're drinking out of a paper cup or a styrofoam cup or a metal cup, it's going to affect the flavor of your tea or your coffee. 
So I think that's something to think about. And that's why it was designed uh, with the ceramic coating. But we also got it for drinking kombucha because you're not supposed to drink that in anything metal because it'll leach the metal out. So, yeah, so you have to keep it, you're supposed to keep it in glass or something non-reactive like that. So it's been a hit. It's thumbs up at my family. So they seem to really be enjoying it. So I think I'm going to get a couple more. All right. Well, thanks so much for hanging out with us. We had so much fun again today, and I cannot wait to see the links to your items, Kelly. And remember, we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time.